You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello everybody and welcome once again to the Oz Network as we come to you today for another spoiler-free review for a movie that is doing gangbusters around the world right now. It's a bit of Oscar bait and uh, surely one that's going to be mentioned quite a lot in the coming months as we lead up into the awards season. It is A Star Is Born, the remake of the remake of the remake of the remake. I think it's been remaked about 20,000 times in the history of movies, but uh, I feel this one might be getting a little bit more plaudits than some of the other ones. Starring Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, it is out, it is about, it is kicking ass right now. And I'm going to start off by saying my name is Ben and you don't have to show it to me. I've been looking at it all night. My name is Mallory. And let me just touch it for a second. <laughs> well, we're off to a good start. Um, well, A Star is Born. I feel like you're excited to talk about this one right now. Yeah, I like this movie. Now, this... Okay, wait. Go, yes. Hello. I liked this movie, but I didn't like it as much as I thought I would like it. Okay, so you were... Positive but negative. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll find out why. Uh, this was a movie that I think I saw a trailer for a couple of months ago. And I saw it like, okay, that's Ben seems- has been so excited to see this movie for so long. Okay. <laughs> every time. <laughs> every time. He's like, oh, I keep seeing this trailer. Or have you watched the trailer for A Star is Born yet? I really want to go see A Star is Born. I hear this like at least two or three times a week before seeing this movie. Like, Ben was really excited to see this well, movie. Well, the first trailer I saw for it, I was like, eh, that looks alright. Ben then, apparently loves Bradley Cooper more than but most we'll, other humans. We'll, we'll get to that, but then, like, the He's more... He's his gay friend. <laughs> the more you wish he was my gay friend. The oh, more, that would be so nice. The more trailers that came out, like, it, it kind of it made it more... Like, I wanted to see it more. Ben so, was really excited Yes, to see this I was movie. excited. Um, because, yes, I'm a Bradley Cooper fan, I'm not going to deny it. I'm a Lady Gaga fan, I'm not going to deny it. So I think kind of it was a good combination. And listen to our Niptuck recaps to hear Nick and I talk about how much we appreciate and love Bradley Cooper when he was in um, Niptuck in the fifth season. So, yeah, I've always liked Bradley Cooper, and I think that this was a an interesting combination because going into this, I think a lot of people who didn't watch American Horror Story are probably going, Lady Gaga, like... Could she act? That like, was me. That was WTF. me. WTF. Whereas, I think that was my initial reaction when I first saw her cast in American Horror Story a couple of years ago. I was like, Lady Gaga, like, what the hell? But she was brilliant in American Horror Story. She won like a Golden Go- Globe for Best Actress in a miniseries and everything along those lines. And admittedly, she was very much suited to her role. She was, if you know anything about Lady Gaga, she's a bit out there, she's a bit crazy, she arrives in dresses of meat um, and an egg and is born at the Grammys and all this sort of weird stuff. Like, she was a very kooky, weird character in American Horror Story. So, I had faith in her acting abilities, but Jesus, she's good in this movie. She is really, really, really good. And as is Bradley Cooper. But I think a lot of people know. I mean, he's two-time Academy Award-nominated actor, and, you know, we were glowing for his comedic abilities and how great he is in Nip Tuck. But here's just a point right now that I go on so much about how much I love Ryan Murphy and all of his TV shows. Here is two actors who have starred in Ryan Murphy shows and were brilliant in those, and here they are right now starring in this movie. Had you ever seen or heard of any of the other A Star Is Borns coming into this movie? No. Well, so you weren't even, I think, aware that I this was a... I was not even a little bit aware that this is a remake. I, I'd i been familiar with the uh, Barbara Streisand one in the 70s, because I think they talked a bit about it in Glee. I think, like, that was a... 
Rachel Finch thing that she talked a little bit about because she oh. loved Barbara Streisand. Um, but, yeah, so this was the fourth remake of this film. So, apparently, oh. the very first... Uh, the 1937 film was based on a 1932 film called What Price Hollywood? Um, then a 1954 musical, the 1976 rock musical, and the 2013 Bollywood romance film. Already, a Star Is Born month coming soon to the uh, the Oz Network, I think. Apparently, um, so no familiarity coming into this, which I think. Do you think that? Do you think that works though? Because like, yeah, like I guess there would be classic movie buffs uh, who would love the originals. There always are, and of course, people are like, oh, you know, they shouldn't remake these films, but. I think that this works for it because you think of some films like Scarface is a random one I'm pulling out of, for example, which I believe they're remaking. The 1980s version is, you know, regarded as one of the greatest gangster films of all time. But I don't think a lot of people are familiar with it. That itself is a remake of an older version of that too. So this is one of these ones where it doesn't really... I think it's just its own beast, if that mm. makes sense. We'd, I mean, again, yeah. we've not seen the other ones, have we? So we can't comment. Couldn't but. really say so. But yeah, yeah, I agree. And backtracking to when I was talking about Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, uh, Lady Gaga aside, you weren't the biggest Bradley Cooper fan coming into this, or you didn't really know a lot of him? Uh, both. Both. Had what, what have you seen him in? Could you? Okay, the only thing that I've ever seen him in, and I've not even watched this movie, on a plane, I think maybe home from like Hawaii or Panama or something, you know how they have, like, older planes and buses have the built-in TVs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, every so often, and you plug your headphones into the thing and, like, switch to the right channel, and then you can hear what it is, but normally it has subtitles as well. Yeah. So, it was playing on the plane, Silver Linings Playbook was playing on the plane, but I really don't like Jennifer Lawrence, and Bradley Cooper looks very different in that movie than I feel he does in this movie. Um... And I didn't, like, I wasn't actually watching it. Like, I was just hanging out on the plane and, like, sleeping and talking to my friends and stuff. But, like, I had just seen bits and pieces of that in subtitle on a plane movie kind of thing. It's it's crazy, the thing with Bradley Cooper, and, and this is what we talked about so much when we did uh, Nip Tuck, is that this guy just has such incredible range because... He became a household name from the Hangover movies, and he's—he's on. He's basically, I think, kind of really the one. I mean, I guess people follow Zach Graff and Arcus after those movies, but I mean, he is the star of those films, and he's just an absolute goofball sort of, you know, drunken right man in that movie. Um, and then I really enjoy Silver Linings Playbook, uh, but even in that, it's it's dramatic, but it's still also. You know, it's a, it's a dramedy. It's comedy drama, you know. But, like, even before mm. that, you sort of go back and he was in Wedding Crashes, um, you know, Failure to Launch, so many of these sort of love romantic comedies, things like that. He was in Yes Man with Jim Carrey. I always forget he's in that movie. Um, and then just randomly, he obviously switched his hand to dramatic roles. And then he still mixes it up, though, because you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, so you've technically mm. seen two Bradley Cooper movies. He's Rocket. He's the... Yeah, <laughs> you do not know he's Rocket? 
Really? That makes me love him so much more. Oh my gosh. So, I Can mean... Can friends, Bradley Cooper, this since is, you're listening but to this? But this, this, is, this is what I'm trying to tell you, that how much Bradley Cooper's awesome. Like, Bradley Cooper is just amazing, because he can come out and pull off a movie like this, and then he can go out there and just still be a goofball as Rocket, or, you know, come out and do, you know, dumb comedy movies and things like that. So, That's crazy. he's just got the most incredible range as an actor. He seems like the nicest guy. Like, you watch him in interviews and things like that. He's kind of like a Ryan Reynolds. In the fact that I, I haven't really seen Ryan Reynolds in too many dramatic roles, mm. but he's just got such range. He seems like a nice guy in real life. You're just like he's the perfect guy. So yes, I've got a guy crush on him because this guy is amazing. I love Bradley Cooper. All right, but you've you've come out of this movie and going like, I okay, really he's attractive. Like yes. Bradley Cooper now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> we need Jamie. We Colin, I think, is um, you know pushing for Jamie. Well, Jamie's pushing for Colin to see this movie. I feel. Um, what about Lady Gaga? I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on Lady Gaga okay, coming into this? Lady Gaga like doesn't look like herself in this movie. Like because she, she's not wearing meat dresses. No, I'm just 100% just, like, creeping what comes up when you Google Lady Gaga in the images. Um, no, she just, like, like, I don't think I realized, like, I knew that it was her the first time that I watched the first trailer that I watched. But I don't think it really clicked mm. with me until the scene in the parking lot that I really like. There's a scene in a parking parking lot. I think it might be in one of the trailers, but that's my favorite scene in possibly the entire movie. Um, but like, her voice just gives her away. Mm. If that makes sense, like the first time she sings in the movie, it's like yeah, she can sing, and then the second time she sings is when she's in the parking lot, and it's like yeah, that's Lady Gaga, and holy, can she sing? And I think that yeah, I just I don't think that I was prepared for her to be as like suited for this role as she was like it, she was amazing yeah i can't i cannot fault her and she i just think she looked really different and she has her hair orange just let everybody know and i really don't like it. <laughs> it every time every time you see her when her hair is orange i just cringe just like it looks cool it looks like she has a pumpkin on her head like <laughs> it's really bad it is really bad like I was, at the end, she re-dyes her hair back to normal color, and it just looks so much better. But, like, yeah, she just, I think that she's very toned down mm. for this movie, and I think that that is part of what almost impresses me about her in this role. Because it's very different for her, being such a kooky character, wearing meat dresses, coming out of an egg, like, all that stuff. It was an egg, right? Yeah, she she burst herself out yeah. of an egg at the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw yeah. that at some yeah. point. But, yeah, it's just such, like, it's not the character you picture when you say the name Lady Gaga. And, and I, I think that's good. Yeah, I think I really, like, I really, really appreciated that. Because I think what's uh, helped her in this movie, it's kind of been a few years since she's really done anything completely crazy um and like even her last album sort of was a not a bomb but it compared to her first couple it wasn't the high peaks that she sort of had so she's kind I of taken a step back from her pop career and she's sort of come into this new level as an actor and i think american horror story really did turn some heads and that's i think really helped her coming into this role i loved this like country ballady style of music with her voice i like to compare her to like 
I know that you don't like Christina Aguilera very much. Oh. But I feel like you can almost compare the voice-ness yeah, yeah, of Yeah, I'd them. agree with that. But, like, just... Like, I just... I appreciate her so much more after this movie. And I just, like... Like, one of my really good friends growing up and stuff, like, she loves Lady Gaga. She's seen Lady Gaga live a couple times. And, like... But I'm just not that person. Like, I don't really enjoy the super poppy, super dancey style of music. So I think that, like, this movie just, like shed such a different light on her and i just oh oh it was so good just to, to defend my uh in a gay music taste i don't dislike christina aguilera i just i'm <laughs> team britney all right but i appreciate some of christina like, aguilera uh, christina aguilera is a much better singer yeah than britney spears. like you can't compare britney no. spears to either well no you can her voice no yeah, the reason i brought her up is Puts they, on a show yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. the way that they look. But they maybe. came out at the same time and people, oh, and for that. a long period of the early 2000s, you were Brittany or Christina. Like, that was why I brought that up. Um, I think you're absolutely right. And I think Lady Gaga did an album a couple of years ago with Tony Bennett, the crooner guy. Um, he's, he's, like, he's an old-style crooner guy who sings kind of like Michael Bublé-style music. Oh, okay. Um, and oh, it, can I get that album, please? I think I've got it. So I'll have to... Yeah, because, like... She she enjoys doing different styles and like mm. she's very suited. She's her vocal range is incredible. Yeah. Um. And I think that this because going to what you were saying about how you're not a fan of like that sort of poppy dancey stuff. Hello, I am. But <laughs> I think a lot of people associate that sort of music with you know fabricated pop. Like it's just it's you don't have to be a singer as long as you look the part and can do a few dance moves. And I think that. Lady Gaga in this role proves that she has a voice. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, people like, as much as I'm a fan of Britney Spears, you know, she's renowned for lip-syncing and obviously putting on a show with that. So a lot of people kind of associate that style of singing with, well, they don't ever sing live. I've not seen Lady Gaga live, but I've seen her concerts on, you know, broadcast before, and she generally sings live. As a huge Madonna fan, people give criticism to her. She sings live. But... I'm not trying to compare them all, but what I'm trying to say is I think that people will come out of this movie appreciating what Lady Gaga can do, and also just because you might not like that style of music, that people who do that genre of music can still sing. Yes, and I think that for people like you, there are <laughs> parts of this movie where you do get the true like Lady Gaga sound, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, again, like I didn't appreciate that as much as other songs throughout this movie but like you do get that and i think that that part of the movie also does work well with the storyline and there is more of a plot to this movie than say grease um i I just wrote a couple of words down on a piece of paper that's got more than a plot than grease come on yep um but this movie lacks brusher 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 though yeah it does that makes it a little bit meh but yeah I think I don't know where I was going with that thought. Well, just on your thing, I'll just quickly... The plot, obviously, it's essentially, it's a love story between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's characters. And uh, Bradley Cooper is a famous country musician. He meets um, Lady Gaga character in a bar. Sort of, they develop a relationship. And it kind of... It, it, it just follows their relationship as well as kind of Lady Gaga's character's, you know, career as Bradley Cooper's sort of goes the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And I think... The thing that I wasn't expecting, because the trailers really market it, like they heavily show the Bradley Cooper style of music, like that country sort of folky, and and I don't think I was expecting it to kind of have that turn towards the Lady Gaga pop. No, I didn't either. And I wonder if that's a deliberate thing, because 
I don't think like this story is about the these two. It's about their relationship. It's not about the music, and the music is a, is a character in itself. But you are you know you shed tears because of these characters. You are invested in these two who have the most amazing chemistry. I agree. Like but oh my god, these two have chemistry. I it's think crazy. That part of the poppiness and this might be considered a spoiler so spoiler alert this is considered a spoiler <laughs> well, the editing button I'm about so to sorry. happen <laughs> but part of the poppiness i think it helps to alienate them if that makes sense alienate the bradley cooper's character oh right yes yes like no 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 i would agree with that it helps yeah. to just kind of like drive a wedge and like it does it moves the plot forward because a it, there lot. is on that there is a scene when it comes to sort of lyrics of one of her song that plays into a, a fight between the two mm-hmm. which because it's kind of that going back to what i was saying about it's mass produced it's fake it's only about the record companies that kind of does sort of play a bit yeah. into this movie um, so, yeah, no, yeah, I think that's a very good point. Um, and I think the interesting thing about sort of the history about how this movie was made, it was, you know, initially touted Clint Eastwood was talking about doing a remake of it, um, and that sort of never came to light, and then sort of Bradley Cooper sort of got attached. But the casting is very interesting if you look at kind of who was going to be initially played at this. The real driver for the Lady Gaga character actually was Beyonce. They, they wanted Beyonce for forever. She was attached to this way back when Clint Eastwood was involved, and then eventually she kind of pulled out of it. And then when Bradley Cooper got heavily attached to it, he was one who really fought for Lady Gaga because... Uh, the studio wasn't too keen on Lady Gaga, but he fought and fought and fought, and then basically um, they recorded, I think, that one of their sort of solo bits where they're singing together, and then that sort of really sold them. But just quickly, reading through some of the other people we could have had um, on this who were considered um, for it. So for the male character, you would have been happy with this. Christian Bale was very heavily considered. Can um, Christian Bale sing? I don't know. Would he have gotten the same treatment, do you think, that Bra- Bradley Cooper did? Yes, because I think Christian Bale is very similar to Bradley Cooper in the fact that they're both brilliant actors. They both get him very invested in... I mean, Christian Bale is one of the most invested into his character actors there are. I mean, how much weight did he lose for that boxing movie where he won the Oscar? And that movie that's coming out now about Dick Cheney, you didn't even recognise him in that trailer. Mm, Like, he he is renowned. But I don't know. Like, I I don't think any people knew Bradley Cooper could sing coming into this movie. Well, in theory, he couldn't sing. Well, yeah. As you told me the other day, he spent so much time with... Willie Nelson's son. Thank you, Willie Nelson's yeah. son. Yeah. And, like, learned to sing for it. Well, one of the best uh, review headlines I read was, like, yes, Bradley Cooper can sing, and yes, Lady Gaga can act. Um, but other people... Will Smith... And we know Will Smith can sing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Will, and he's a really good actor, Will Smith. Uh, Johnny Depp? I don't know. Oh, I mean, interesting. I could see Johnny Depp playing this character. I could too. But I don't know if he could act. Leonardo I DiCaprio? I would mean, it have brought too much quirkiness, I think? for Johnny Depp's just not respected as much as he once was. But just was. like, just between Lady Gaga and Johnny Depp, like, if it, mm. but I guess if it was Johnny Depp, factor. it may not have been Lady Gaga, though, is another thing. True. But if it, say, was Lady Gaga and Johnny Depp, I think that the quirkiness would have made it an entirely different movie. I didn't think, but yeah, that's true. Leonardo DiCaprio, we know Leo can do anything, so, but can he sing? Don't know. And Tom Cruise. I mean, we know Tom Cruise can sing because he was in Rock of Ages. Okay. I would have been happy to see it if it was Christian Bale, Tom Cruise, or Will Smith. Mm. Will Smith would have been good. Like, but, I love Will Smith, so. 
Is Will Smith a good? Oh, Will Smith is a good serious actor. That's not a question I need yeah. to ask. I need Ali, uh, Pursuit of Happiness. He's been nominated mm. at least twice for an Oscar. So yeah, and he's good. The female ones, like Beyonce, as I mentioned, Jennifer Lopez. Fair enough. Like she can act and yeah. she can sing. Shakira. I don't know if she can act. I've Shakira. never seen Shakira anything. Demi Lovato. Ugh. Uh, no. Selena Gomez. But Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. Like it's already a chick flick that borders on like a young chick mm. flick. But I think. It. I guess, like, they're both trying to get out of their childhood stardom. Yeah. But I think that it would have made it into more of, like, they were childhood stars. And, like, that connotation yeah. would have come with it. I and agree. I think that it was a bit of an adult movie already. Yeah. And I don't think that they could have pulled it off. Well, the other ones here, I've never heard of Yanelle Monet, Esperanza Spalding, uh, Rihanna, and Kesha. Esperanza, is that the girl from Frozen? Possibly. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, Kesha, I've never seen her act, and Rihanna, well, she's a pretty bad actor, isn't she? So, um, I think the one thing while you're looking that up too, which I think gives this movie credit, is that this is a movie that you kind of have to have a pop singer attached to it, I feel. Mm. So, I think that you've gone the Lady Gaga route, she's a great actor, this movie could have easily gone the complete other direction. Let, let's hypothetically throw it out there, Taylor Swift. Now, I don't know if Taylor Swift can act, I've never seen her in anything. Let's say this is a star vehicle for Taylor Swift's, you know, blossoming movie career, and she can't act, and it tanks. Like, you go back 15 years ago when you had movies like Crossroads when Britney Spears tried to act, you know, when we had Glitter with uh, Mariah Carey, um, and even we've just reviewed it, I liked it, but swept away with Madonna, who was always trying to act and generally can't. You know, it's kind of... You always had the risk that this movie could have gotten one of those actors involved mm. just for a star vehicle, and it could have tanked, but they've, they've done the right thing with the casting. Beyonce can act, though, uh, but I, I feel it would have been different with Beyonce. Yeah, um, I Because, I don't get me started into my thoughts on Beyonce. I don't dislike Beyonce. I just think she's overrated, and that movie becomes its own beast with Beyonce attached to it. You know, that's, that's its own thing. Is she the frozen chick? No, she is a jazz bassist and singer. She hasn't been in anything. She's really pretty. She is, yeah. Yeah, she, actually, she looks familiar. Uh, she looks like someone, and I'm trying to place it, but I can't. Just outside of, obviously, Amanda, and just, I mean, the chemistry, <gasps> just as I said, incredible. You know who she looks like? Who is she? Who does she look like? In this picture specifically, not when you zoom in. She looks like um, Olivia Wilde. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. She's yep. like a black Olivia Wilde. Yep, yep, yep. I see it. Okay. <laughs> um, you were trying to say it, but <laughs> um, the chemistry is amazing. We've gone over that. Just so good. These two are just so suited to each other. Uh, some other actors, though, that are in this. Dave Chappelle is randomly in this. I don't know, if I don't know who that is. He, he's just a renowned comedian. He had the Chappelle show. Very which, funny guy. He's a black dude, the friend that they go to the house. Oh, I like him. Yeah. And like this, like, it's kind of like, Silver Linings Playbook is a good comparison because Chris Tucker's in that movie and what? very small role, Chris Tucker, and he's kind of serious and he does good. He does a very good job. Dave Chappelle, again, similar to Chris Tucker, just known as being hilarious people, but, like, he's serious and a straight guy in this movie, and Dave Chappelle's a good yeah. actor. Like, who, who would have known? <laughs> so, few few ones in that one. And really outside of that, I mean, we have a cameo from Alec Baldwin, which is kind of <laughs> there. Ridiculous. Um, Sam Elliott, though, um, who is Bradley Cooper's brother in the Thank movie. Um, he's really good. Like, I agree. The if, brother was really good. It takes... Or at least it took me a really long time to realize that that was the brother. Like, mm -hmm. it was kind of, it was weird because, like, 
they talk about the brother and they talk about the brother and you kind of think like oh is that the brother but then like it doesn't really come out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until maybe about halfway through the movie and then it's like oh wait and it kind of just like changes like it changed my view a little bit yeah yeah because it like made a lot more sense actually but yeah it was kind of weird that it took so long to get that fact into the air. If they if I mean this movie will get Oscar nominations, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper will be nominated for Oscars in this mm. movie. Very likely could win. Um, they're actually up there very much as some of the favourites to win already. Um, sort of as we enter that uh, season, which is only a couple of months away. Um, but I do feel that if there is to be uh, any sort of supporting roles, that Sam Elliott as his brother, yeah, because he's he did great, a really good job. He's really good in this movie. Uh, and I'm just trying to find the um, name of Lady Gaga's dad in the movie. He's pretty good too. Oh, uh, I liked him too. Who is? I hated. Supporting actors, the manager. Yeah, I agree. Oh my gosh, he like I just didn't find his character was written well. I didn't find that the acting was good. Mm-hmm. I just it was. Oh yeah, no, I'd agree. He, he pretty terrible. He's been about Andrew Dice Clay. Plays, he just also uh, didn't. It didn't father. feel like he was invested in his role. If that makes sense, like it it's, felt like yeah. you know how when you work a nine to five job and eventually you just show up and you do the same thing every day and it just doesn't face you anymore. That's how he played the part to me. Like it just felt like there was nothing there for him. And yeah, I, I'd agree with that. And he definitely he's got a familiar face. I'm pretty sure I've seen him something. And I mean, his character turns out to be quite important for the plot. Um, but it's kind of I think you just mentioned it. You forget he's there half the time, and then he would just mm-hmm. pop up. And there he is. Oh, oh, there he is. There he is. And, like, it's kind of... I sort of loosely try to compare him to uh, Simon Baker in The Devil Wears Prada. It's kind of like the the guy that, as a guy, I don't like him. And I don't like the fact that, spoiler alert, if you've seen The Devil Wears Prada, he sleeps with um, Anne oh, Hathaway. Oh, Simon Baker's the... I love him. Yeah. But I think it doesn't go the same route, sort of as a spoiler. But I feel like they're trying to get something there and they're not. And there's a different play they could have used with him. I feel that... Because he's so integral into what happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. That I feel as though it's not as... That's one thing... And that kind of leads me into this. Like, you're going to be different about this. I didn't necessarily like how the ending... It occurs very quickly to me. Like, there's there's, there's an extra 10, 15 minutes I feel they could have added in between what happens at the end to really add an emotional connection to it. And I'm not saying the ending isn't emotional. You cried. I felt like, oh, you know, I could have, but I didn't. There were people behind us crying. You went to the bathroom afterwards and there were people crying in the bathroom. So you will cry in this movie if you're emotional. But I feel as though to get me over that threshold of crying, we needed a middle section just to connect what we get at the end and what happens to make you cry. I feel like I'm goldfishing. I'm, like, trying to say something, but I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, I agree. I also... Like, I almost felt like it didn't have the impact that it should have. Like, Mm. I think that it made me angry more than it made me sad. Mm. But because, like, sitting there for two hours, you're already invested. I just, yeah. Does that make sense? I I definitely agree. And I think, without really going into what I I, want to say, because it was spoiler it, I think... To word it differently, what happens at the end to make people emotional 
if that had have happened in a different way... I think it would have been a lot more A more natural way, rather than a, a way that makes you angry, rather yeah. than upset. Yes. Yeah, and that's I why really I agree. thought it was going to go. Yeah, me too, me too. With how yeah, Bradley yeah, Cooper's character. Right? Like, you yeah. think that yeah. something natural is going to happen. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's a frustrating ending, I think. But... I think that other than maybe adding 15 minutes before the ending kind of thing, they did... Like, I liked the way that they wrapped it up, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was... Much better than First Man. No, it was like... It was a really great ending yeah. for... Like... Such a... Like, what... It could have been really, really rough and really terrible... But it wasn't. Like, I think that they thought out the ending more than it seems like And I think did. on that, and that's where the effect comes into the emotional. Because, I mean, this isn't a spoiler. It ends on a song. The song is what will make you cry. Yeah, and 100%. the way it basically, the song ends, and you basically go, black screen, and you see the words, The Star is Born. Oh, no, no sorry. Directed it, by. Directed by Bradley Cooper, and I'll get to that in a minute. And that's where you heard the people going like... <laughs> Like, you could hear yeah. the people crying. And that's the effectiveness of it. Yeah. Um, and on that note, this, we should mention, this is Bradley Cooper's first ever, his directorial debut. And it, wow. he does well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if he gets nominated for Best Director, that's not going to be a surprise either. Like, it's, it's definitely a film that is going to be very much featured in the coming months. Um, the soundtrack, I mean, this is a, essentially a musical yep. in many ways. Uh, the soundtrack's already gone to number one in the US. It's Lady Gaga's, I think, like, fifth number one album, Bradley Cooper's first one, first it's album. So you sort of asked me yesterday, like, oh, will these songs go on, like, her next album? Well, I think this is sort of considered a, a Lady Gaga album as such. We listened to this in the car on one of our road trips yesterday. It's, it's, it's good. Like, it's, and it's it got that balance. It doesn't make you cry when you listen to it, so that's okay. <laughs> and it's got that balance of kind of that, like, and it's not like country country. It's kind of like rock country mm-hmm. and mixed with that pop yeah. of what we get with Lady Gaga's character. So, um, you know, I know we probably talked mostly about a soundtrack back when we did Suicide Squad, but this is definitely a, a, a very worthy soundtrack for anyone who, who sees a movie. It's, it's one you should have in your collection, yeah. I feel. Like, it, it, accompany, it accompanies a movie very well. So, if you walk out of this movie liking this movie, you're going to get the soundtrack anyway. So, I think that's something I love about the soundtrack and how it fits with the movie as well mm-hmm. is the way that the movie was styled, mm. if that makes sense. Like, the outfits that he wears and the outfits that she wears based on their music preferences and, like, his house, which they end up living in and, like, that kind of thing. I think that, like, it really reflects the style of music that both of them choose separately and then have together as well. Like, I just... I really like that because, like, he's very country boy like where's his hat kind of thing and his house is all like this wooden kind of like wooden paneling and like older style like rancher kind of house and she's into like the really nice like popular fashionable clothes and like her music is more poppy but like she also tones it back and wears like one of her cat suits i really hated it <laughs> but it's, like, this cream-colored, wide-legged, and has the embroidery on the top part. And, like, that to me, like, just kind of screams, like, country cowboy boots, like, that kind of thing. And that's when she's singing, like, more of a country song with him on stage. And, like, I just really like how that 
is reflected and plays into the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. The thing I'll quickly add before we get into the reviews, because um, I feel like this is a movie that Jamie should have been on and she'll be Googling about him being shirtless for about 10 minutes. But, like, you obviously came into this not being a big Bradley Cooper fan. You've come out of this, you're a Bradley Cooper fan, you like him. Lady Gaga has always been one of those ones um, that, you know, she's not an unattractive person. I think she's an attractive person, but she's one that, like, I will find attractive sometimes, but then not. Like, she she changes her looks, and she's yeah. she's got a very distinct style in this face. And I don't know where I'm going with this, because it shouldn't come out of this as a final say about what, what a person looks like. But I I think that, yeah, like, her character makes her more attractive in this film, if I'm going to judge it on that. Um, I feel that we get a lot of women on this show judging the attractiveness of men, so I'm just speaking up for the men on this voice. Uh, and for those who are pervs, uh, you will see lots of shirtless Bradley Cooper and you also see naked Lady Gaga. So Okay, I just need to clarify this <laughs> because you said that to someone the other day and I was like, do you? Yeah. But you do. And it's only in one scene. It's and it's r- No. Well, you see a bit of a nipple in one bit and then there's a door scene where you'll have to... There'll be a lot of people freeze-framing that scene when they get it on DVD. <laughs> I just... I I just really think about this because I reckon it's a body double. It has to be a body double in that scene. The, well, I I don't think it, it is. To me, really? well, I to me, it like, is. this is this is where one of the things I think would have been different with Beyonce because I do not see Beyonce doing any form of even partial nudity. Whereas well, Lady Gaga is, and I'm not trying. I don't I don't know how this sounds, but Lady Gaga I think is a bit more expressive with the way she shows herself off in I her art form. And agree, but like in all of the other parts other than that door scene, I just felt like they were being very tasteful and very careful. Yeah, it's completely and, tasteful. Like, I in, agree. In that part of it, I was like, oh, like, I wonder if she said, no, I'm not doing this. Like, I really wonder. I, I To me, like, yeah, I think the door bit is her. and Because I, I think it's one of those ones where, to me... It's, it's kind of like a psycho. I don't know if you're familiar with the famous psycho sh- getting stabbed in the shower scene. No. One of the most famous films in history. And it was like done in the 60s when, you know, you weren't even allowed to show an ankle without getting an X-rated, basically. But it was beautifully shot by Hitchcock in the fact that you think you're seeing a naked woman getting stabbed. It's just shot the way it is angled. It has been analysed to death that you freeze frame every bit and you do not see one bit of nudity. It's all in your head. So the bit where kind of... He storms out of the room and she stands up and they're, they're, they're both naked. And you sort of, like, see her and, like, it's about a, like a point two of a second shot of her mm-hmm. standing in that door frame. And you're like, oh, dude, I just saw her naked. But then, boom, it, like, cuts away. I guarantee you, if you, like, pause that, it probably will be that trickery where you think you see her naked, but it's done in such a way where, like, the door's covering more than you yeah. see. The, the, there is one bit, like, when they're on top of each other and they're making out and whatever, and I think, like, you know, they're removing clothes. You do see, like, a two... Millisecond I did glimmer not even of notice. That's just me noticing these things. That then that that there's no way to me that is a body double because you've got a head in the yeah. shot, and you know I mean there are camera trickery, but to me like I think generally in these types of movies you will read things about like Lady Gaga had a no nudity clause. I think it was like with Jennifer Lawrence in oh that spy movie she did earlier this year uh, where you supposedly see her naked but it's a body double mm, yeah. uh, Jessica Alba famously did a movie where it was like oh wow you finally get to see a naked purely body double yeah. um, whereas this one I feel you would have heard like Lady Gaga refuse mm. and I just don't feel this and like you you summed it up it's tasteful it's not in any way gratuitous and like you know exploiting no. the, the body like even the Bradley Cooper shirtless scenes like you don't it's not like the Meg where purely he was topless <laughs> to get the reaction that you got from your mother there was no other reason 
for that. You've been watching that Take Two show, and every time Eddie Cibrian's oh, topless, yes. it's purely yes. just for, oh, the girls, oh, my God, he's got his shirt off. That's purely what it's for. None of this is done in that way. Every time Bradley Cooper is shirtless, it's done for the story, and I feel you yeah. aren't feeling. Yeah, you're going to perv, but, like, I'm perving on Lady Gaga, but it's not done in a way that is purely for let's show her boobs. Yeah. So that's the difference. Anyway, we've talked about boobs, we've talked about shirtless, we've covered that. Jamie, you're welcome. I know where you're obviously going with this rating. Do you? I'm assuming you're buying it. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> walking, okay, walking out of the theater, I thought that I didn't like it, but after waiting a few days and now reviewing it, I want to buy it now. Yeah. Like, I didn't I'd agree. before. And one of the first things I said walking out of the theater was, oh, it reminds me so much of Walk the Line. Mm-hmm. But again, now after sitting on it and thinking about it and talking about it, like... Yes, it still does have its similarities, but not as much as I thought it originally did. I've not seen Walk the Line, so I don't know the comparison. But, um, yeah, I'm buying it. It's it's kind of what we said in the First Man one. Like, it's a couple of days to digest it. Um, you know, I walked out of First Man thinking it would have been a low, low rent, but I sort of moved up to maybe a mid-rent. Whereas this one, I think, might have been a high rent coming out of it, possibly. But I feel I've always been swayed in the high to, you know, it's a buy for me. I, I mean, I would watch this movie again. I would too. And I think that, like, you don't realize how heavy of a movie it is. Yeah. Until now. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... Oh, it's so hard to explain because it, like, it does really feel like a heavy movie. It's a very serious movie when you're watching it. But at the same time, when you walk out, like, it doesn't... Like, it does weigh on you, but not as much as you think it should. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now, like, thinking back on it and, like, all the stuff that happens. And, like, it is a very heavy movie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's... Yeah. Like, as... I could compare the heaviness of it, honestly, to First Man, which I hated. So, oh, so you hate it now. You've, you've dropped into the hated category. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've wow. sat on it for a few days. You have, yes. Wow, Mallory talking about a Ryan Gosling movie and saying that it sucks. Look at that. There's hope for all the fans of the boring man himself. Should we just call boring man? Um, You're terrible. So that's A Star is Born. Go see it. It's good. Mm-hmm. You'll enjoy it. Uh, get the soundtrack. It's good. You'll enjoy it. Um, which really now, in terms of our spoiler review, spoiler review, free, spoiler free reviews, I know what I'm trying to say. Um, in the coming weeks, I know, uh, Jamie and Colin are off to see the new Halloween movie, not really in yours and my, um, ability to watch, not, doesn't really interest us, we're not really horror movie people. Um, but the one that is coming out in the next couple of weeks that you and I will be there, I'll be there on the first day if I can be, of course, that is Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, maybe the one movie I've been looking forward to the most this year. Um, really just growing up as a Queen fan, just absolutely, you know, love the band. And I always like a good biopic. So, um, sadly, we didn't really get one with First Man. So, <laughs> hopefully, Bohemian Rhapsody will change. And you're going to go see that with me, I hope. I think that I'm excited to compare that movie to this movie. Mm-hmm. I think that it will be really interesting having them come out in such close time frames. Like, again, this was more of a chick flick and, like, more of a not based on real life and all that kind of thing stuff. But, like, I think it'll attract different types of crowds for sure, but I think that we're going to sit 
through Bohemian Rhapsody and walk out and be able to compare it to this. Mm-hmm. Like, it f- has that feeling to me. I feel, yeah, I feel Bohemian Rhapsody will, it kind of sits in the line where it is sort of going to be like in the Star is Born category and sort of like, you know, walk the line. We had Ray, um, we had all these sort of ones based on famous singers. Um, and to me, though, this looks a little bit more like it's a, a bit more commercialized and the fact that the, it's a bit more popular based rather than critically based. I think uh, the lead actor is going to get a lot more praise than the movie itself, which uh, mm. I mean, just based on initial reviews, uh, you know, one review I read, it was like, oh, a great movie based on the Wikipedia page of Queen, which, <laughs> I mean, generally most of these review, these biopics are generally like that. But, um, yeah, I've, I've heard nothing but um, rave, rave reviews um, by uh, Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury. So... Um, Does he look like Freddie Mer- Mercury? I think in the thing that I'm most familiar with with him, uh, sorry, the Freddie Mercury look, is that famous short hair moustache look. I'm not that familiar with pre that look. When you, I've seen him in the trailers with that moustache and the short hair, it looks incredibly like him. And everything I've heard says that throughout the movie, like you just think you're watching Freddie Mercury. Hmm. Um, and I think the difference with Bohemian Rhapsody, though, is that I think it's pretty much pr- you know announced that he doesn't do the singing. It's pretty much lip syncing, so they're not sort of recreating Freddie Mercury. That makes me sad. Um, but, I mean, outside of that, um, I've heard that the guy who plays Brian May, uh, Gwilym Lee, uh, apparently is an absolute spitting image of him. Apparently Mike Myers is in this movie. I did not know that. There you go. Um, but, yeah, it's. I'm just. I'm very intrigued to see how it turns out because the trailer has been nothing short of spine tingling just they always give me goosebumps every time i see them and again that's just based on the fact that i'm such a huge fan of queen so and it's 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 one of these stories which you know is going to end tragically like i'm you mentioned that was sort of walk the line the other day to me it's got a bit of a sad ending uh i think when walk the line came out though i don't think johnny cash been had he died at that point or i'm gonna go with yes although I'm going to go with yes. When Ray, obviously, I mean, Ray's still alive. Ray Charles is still alive. So that obviously would have ended differently. But everyone knows the the sad story of Freddie Mercury dying. So it's kind of going to be interesting to see. You're looking at me like you don't know how he dies. Uh, I mean, he died before you were born. But I think I need to do some Googling. It was, it was generally, generally it's never see. been officially proven, but it's it's always been th- that he died of AIDS, sort of in like 1990, 1991. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think he was like the first real high-profile celebrity death from AIDS. Hmm. So um, it's going to be intriguing to see how it all comes about in place because he really is one of the greatest entertainers in the history of music and just watch some of the footage of the 80s of him performing. You've I feel like I just don't know enough about Queen, but I'm so excited Wembley to see performance, um, there's like a famous one out there in Live Aid, like, my goodness, just the guy controls a crowd like like no one else. You know, Michael Jackson's good. This guy, like, wow. Okay. Anyway, that's Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, that will be coming out very soon. I'm hoping I'm talking this up and it will be good. Um, but we'll soon wait and see. But all our other regular episodes are coming out during the week. Uh, you are... Anything else you want to add? No, uh, no I don't think so. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's about it. So thank you for tuning in uh, to this. Like as Mallory's a bit... I don't know what she's doing right now. She's I'm lost something. I'm looking for my quote. She's looking for a quote. All right. Uh, that's a I good point. I do have one. I should have really had one. Oh, I've so. got one. My name is Ben... And uh, you're full of shit. Oh, wait, wait. I still can't find it. (laughs) Do you want to do that again? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) My name is Ben, and you're full of shit. Oh, my quote doesn't go with yours very well. And I'm Mallory.
Look, talent comes everywhere, but having something to say and a way to say it so that people listen it, to it, that's a whole nother bag. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.